Today's guest is the co-founder and CEO of The Suite. The Suite is a private career management platform and network built for executives. The Suite was built in order to transform the way people grow their careers, expand their networks, and discover opportunities. As a member, you'll gain access to exclusive executive jobs listed directly by companies and their powerful member tools designed to take your career to the next level. Join Rami in welcoming him to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comments section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, George, uh, welcome to episode number 27 of Taking You to the Top. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Uh, George, if you could get us started by introducing yourself and take us back from the beginning, tell us where you're from, uh, where your your journey started, and how that led you to founding your company. Yeah, absolutely. so my name is George Mazzella. I'm CEO and co-founder of The Suite. Uh, I grew up in South Brooklyn to a working class family. Um, so modest background. Um, you know, really didn't know what I wanted to do going into school and ended up having a kid at 19, um, okay. which definitely will limit your options. Sure. Um, and ended up stumbling into the world of executive recruiting. Um, and realized very quickly how lucrative of an industry it could be and started to learn that, you know, it didn't matter where you were from, as long as you're willing to work hard and put work into it, you can make a lot of money. And so to someone with, you know, who was a young father, there was a lot I I was looking forward to in, in doing that. And, you know, quickly thereafter though, after spending years doing it, I started to see beyond those things, right? I started to see how broken the industry was, um, how unhappy people were on both sides of the marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to find a way to fix it. Uh, and so I decided, um, after speaking to a number of, of clients and p- people in my network, uh, I approached one of my best friends, Nick Cook, who's, who's one of my co-founders, um, with this crazy idea of, of the suite and how to take on the executive recruiting industry. Um, and he was full speed ahead. And then we had to hunt down our CTO the old fashioned way, cold emails, hours of meetings that went nowhere, and finally found someone who was crazy enough to take on take this journey with us. I mean, that already sounds interesting because the word crazy appeared in there. So if you could tell us what does the suite do and what you're trying to achieve with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And so In its essence, the suite is a private career management platform and network for executives. 
okay. so for members, we provide members with the tools and support they need to grow their careers and expand their networks. And then mm -hmm. for companies, we created a direct channel to allow hiring teams to connect with these vetted executives and empower their internal talent teams to reduce their reliance on third-party agencies. Okay. And uh, when you say vetted executives, how, I mean, how in-depth do you go in this vetting process? I mean, if I approached yeah, you, what question. would you ask me? Yeah, a great question and, you know, one we thought a lot about. And we know that there's a fine line to toe where we don't want to become agency recruiters, right? We don't want to judge people's backgrounds based on our opinions. So we follow a very simple process of have you achieved at least the level of VP at a company of sufficient scale? Usually mm -hmm. we look at series B. Mm -hmm. um, or are you an established C-suite executive, where roughly 33% of our members sit? Okay. So actually, um, before we move on, um, when did you launch the company? Yeah, so we uh, launched our beta. So we went from idea to beta in about six months, launched the beta in January of this year, uh, did a full public launch to the market in February, just in time to run smack into COVID-19. <laughs> okay, so I mean, <laughs> how, how was the impact? Um, but I guess during COVID, that's when more and more people are looking for either new Absolutely. positions or, you know. So I guess it's actually, a, I don't want to say positive, but maybe it worked out well for your company. Absolutely. And it's one of those interesting things where, you know, it was a big damage, I would say, to the B2B offering in the sense of you know, companies aren't hiring or, you know, they're starting to now. It's opening up a little bit. But for a while there, no one was hiring, especially at the executive level. But on the other side of it, you know, with layoffs and, and all of these things happening, these established businesses, our membership size exploded. And so what we decided right. to do was to refocus our attention. And that's when we built a number of features such as compensation benchmarking, um, career experts to guide our members in one-on-one -on -one consults, um, and, and all of these different things to really assist the job seeker in ways that no other platform can. Okay, and um, is, are, or are the positions that are being made available to the suite private, or would they also be public but you assist? Yeah, so every opportunity listed on our platform is listed directly by the company hiring. Um, okay. Now, there are probably companies that utilize a number of tools, so there are roles that will probably be listed on other services um, okay. like LinkedIn and others. Um, sure. But, you know, we're not aggregating jobs. We're not passing on information sharing. Um, when you apply to a job in the suite, you're applying directly to the HR leader of that company. Got it. Okay, and uh, how, how does the revenue model work? for the business. So if I'm an executive wanting to join your, uh, your platform, is it like a yeah. membership based fee or how does it work? Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, so two different revenue models, both on the member and the enterprise side, I'll go into the member side first. Uh, sure. So on the member side, it is a freemium model. It is free to join, free to access all of our base services and features. That's something that was very important to my co-founders and I. Um, okay. We believe, and it's part of our mission, that 
everyone deserves access to opportunity. And so if you meet our membership guidelines, which are published publicly on our site, uh, you can use the platform. Doesn't matter if you're willing to pay or not. We do have okay. a number of premium features and services such as executive coaching, um, compensation guidance and things that uh, are paid tiers. But again, you know, you can use this platform for free and still get the full power of the platform. Okay, and in terms of uh, like a usual I would, HR model, yeah. do, you, do you take like a percentage of first month salary or something like along those lines? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. No, we, uh, back in my recruiting days, I never understood how companies were willing to pay such hefty fees, uh, you know, on the executive side, some of them go up to six, seven figures, which is truly alarming. Um, we operate on a simple, transparent subscription model. So B2B SaaS, um, dependent on how many roles the company is hiring for. Okay. Um, it depends on how much they're paying either monthly or annually. I mean, that is alone truly unique because I've actually spoken to a few other companies attempting to do what you're doing. And uh, yeah, they're definitely taking a percentage. Yeah. You know, I think when you take a percentage on success, there's that old sales pitch of, well, it is critical for me to put the best person in because I only get paid if, I, if it's successful. But what that also does is it creates an agency effect where my, I, I benefit when I get you to hire someone, right? And so if I am only worried about getting someone in that seat, I'm not going to be thinking about, is this person actually the best for you? I'm only thinking about that fee. And when you're operating on a simple subscription base, which, you know, by the way, our, the cost of our platform is less than 5% the cost of your average executive recruiting fee. Um, okay. It allows for this unbiased process where companies are in control of, of their hiring. Absolutely. And uh, what, what's your company's team size currently? Yeah, so we're at five employees right now, although I'll tell you the truth, you know, there are times where it feels like we have 25, 30 uh, employees <laughs> where our members play an incredibly active role in shaping the platform. And, you know, the benefit of having members of the caliber that we do, um, yeah. it, taking advice from them is, is a no-brainer. Sure. Okay, that's great. So if you don't mind, we'll go just briefly into the economics of the company. So is, yeah, is your company uh, bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Uh, we bootstrapped the business. Incredible. Love that. Um, I don't know if it's, I mean, is it okay to ask how much you spent in the beginning to launch the company? Yeah, it, it, it would, it would shock you at how little, to be honest. Um, we believe in being as lean as possible. Um, you know, I can, in, in terms of getting the, pro, the, pro, the platform up and ready, you know, we're yeah. talking about thousands of dollars, not tens of thousands of dollars. Um, that's the beauty of having a technical co-founder, right? You know, he built this entire thing with his own hands. I mean, I, I'm usually a bit hesitant to ask that question, but it really does help the audience who are just starting out, you know, to hear from a founder that you don't actually need to raise millions to create a successful company. 
A- absolutely not, right? And if and if it's software, even more so because we don't have sure. physical goods costs. We don't have shipping costs. It, it, it's talent is what you pay for. And if you can find people who believe in your vision, who are yeah. willing to take a risk on you, then you can do it at a very low cost. Absolutely. And um, do you think you would ever consider funding down the road? Do you see that, you know, in the horizon somewhere? Oh, it's fun. It's funny you ask. We we actually have just kicked off our roadshow to raise our initial seed round. Um, okay. Good. Really out of just a desire to scale. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, this next section is to help again those who are just starting out. So if if you were to yeah. launch a company today, any company. Um, how would you get your first customers? Or actually, how did you get your first customers? Absolutely. Uh, So regardless, the answer would be the same of what we did or what I would recommend to someone else or if I were to do it again. Um, Go to the people you know. Go to your network, right? If you should hopefully have contacts in the industry you're hoping to disrupt or that you're hoping to build a business within. And if you go to those people who trust you and know your track record, the fact that you're a new business won't matter. They'll take the chance on you. You need that credibility boost. Right. Okay. And um, would you suggest a, a specific marketing channel to start off with? I mean, I guess you sort of answered that by going to your network. So that can be wherever your network is. But uh, do you currently use any like preferred social media channel? To get new clients? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, again, you know, the, that answer is one of those answers where it, it depends on what you're building. For us, we had a very unique challenge of our audience, our members, it's a very niche market, right? And, right. and executives are not using social media daily. And so reaching them on platforms like LinkedIn or Facebook, it can be very challenging. And, you know, we, we've done a bunch of tests with mixed results. And really what worked for us is word of mouth and referrals. You know, referrals have contributed to over 30% of our, our network in terms of our membership. Um, and especially in the more niche markets, when word travels, you become almost like a household name pretty quickly. Perfect. Okay. Uh, well, George, uh, if you don't mind, we can wrap up with the famous five. Yeah, would love to. Perfect. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's hard to pick a favorite there. I mean, I think I've read this, the majority of the staples, um, you know, rereading Leaders Eat Last right now. Um, you know, I, I think Simon Sinek has a, a lot of great leadership philosophies. Um, but honestly, I would say more so, I would, I've learned most of the things I know about leadership from our members and getting the, being fortunate enough to work with executives day in and day out. Sure. Um, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? <laughs> uh, all of them. <laughs> I am ever vigilant, studying and like a sponge, anything I can learn from anyone. Um, again, you know, dozens of our members fit that category, more than that. And I speak to them weekly at a, at a minimum um, to learn everything I can. Okay. Um, number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? Yeah, I think for what's worked for us, I'm very old fashioned, man. Um, I love the telephone and email. 
Um, okay. It is very impactful when used correctly. Absolutely. Um, number four, if you could give yourself, uh, your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Yeah, well, at 20, I had a, a one-year-old son, uh, two full-time uh -huh. jobs, and a full-time college curriculum. So uh, I think the advice I'd want to hear is, you got this, man. Keep going, because there's a light at the end of that tunnel. Okay. And um, number five, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not one of these people who's going to sit here and say, I, I don't sleep. Uh, I love sleep. I think sleep is super important. Um, yeah. You wouldn't want to meet with me if I had less than eight hours of sleep. That's good. Well, George, <laughs> <laughs> that was short, sweet, and we learned a lot. I really want to thank you for joining me today. It was a pleasure. And I hope that in a year's time, we could have a follow-up call to see where the sweet's grown to. I, I would love that, Rami. And thank you so much for having me. Um, oh, it's it was been a my pleasure. pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.